Hey y'all, welcome back to the Tribe Podcast. I'm Britt Vega, your host, and I am so glad that you're here. Today I want to talk about the idea of a spiritual transformation. I believe that there are a lot of people listening right now that find themselves in what I would just call like a season of limbo. Maybe you identify as a Christian in the sense that you have accepted Jesus and you go to church on Sundays, but you feel like something's missing or you've kind of plateaued on your journey. Or maybe you know the next right step to take, but you lack the courage or the discipline to do it. Take this as your Monday morning sign that this is your opportunity to start a new chapter. And if no one has ever given you the permission to do it, I am so sorry. But know that the time is now. I think one of the myths surrounding being an apprentice of Jesus is that you have to have some dramatic event happen in order for you to pick up the cross and to start living your life differently. And honestly, sometimes it is a dramatic event, like deciding to go into recovery or receiving a diagnosis. It might be the beginning or the ending of a really special relationship. But I think if we're honest, sometimes we have just been living the same way for so long that we can't even imagine changing or going in a different direction. And if we're really honest, we get comfortable where we are. So even if we're doing or participating in something that we know is unhealthy or sinful, we stay there because it would be more uncomfortable to change than to just remain the same. But what I would tell you today is that courage has a ripple effect. So if you make the choice to live your life as an apprentice of Jesus and to eagerly pursue being more like the man or the woman that he is calling you to be, your spouse, your kids, your best friends, your siblings, your tribe, your parents, y'all, the stranger at the grocery store or the barista at Starbucks, their lives could be changed too. There are many healthy choices and changes that I've made in my healing and transformation process, but seeking out a Christian counselor and doing the soul work to process and connect dots and break old unhealthy thought patterns and forge new healthy thought patterns really created an awakening in me like never before. I I am no longer willing to conform to the thoughts and the people and the patterns of this world. I have decided to live my life for Jesus and to tell everyone willing to listen about the redemption that comes from surrendering to him. To put it in a really simple way, I decided to start giving Jesus away to others, but that cannot even happen without first recognizing and addressing our feelings and our emotions so that we can set out on this healthy path. For me, it's just this path that God created for me to set out on probably a long time ago. It's the path that I was created to walk on by him. I was just a little late to the party. And I think if we're honest, there's a lot of us that are in that category. When I think about being an apprentice of Jesus, what I'm really talking about is studying under him and learning how to be more like him. It's the idea of digging into scripture and reading the context and understanding the heart and the character of God. 
I actually heard the word apprentice relative to being a Christian in John Mark Comer's new book, Practicing the Way. It is a book that I'm studying with my women's small group. And if y'all do not have this book yet, I don't even know what you're doing sitting here listening to me because I am less than a hundred pages in and I am deep in thought and conviction and prayer in this transformation process simply because of how real and raw and eloquently written this book is. One of the things that John Mark said that really resonated with me is found very close to the beginning of the book where he is really just laying a foundation of what it means to become like Jesus. And here's what he says. Apprenticeship to Jesus, that is following Jesus, is a whole life process of being with Jesus for the purpose of becoming like him and carrying on his work in the world. It is a lifelong journey in which we gradually learn to say and do the kinds of things Jesus said and did as we apprentice under him in every facet of our lives. Here's what I love about this. God designed us to change and to grow. Y'all know part of creation or scripture tells us that we were created one time and that we should just stay that way forever. And while it's true that we serve a God that never changes, he certainly created us to be creatures that evolve. And what I love about this is that when we find ourselves in a season of dysfunction or amongst unhealthy choices and behaviors, and this could be our own sin or someone else's, we have been created by God to grow. Y'all, we don't have to stay where we are. This whole process of transformation is like a marathon. It's a journey. In fact, it is a forever long journey to be conformed into the image and the likeness of God. And as long as we are breathing, we have another step that we can take in the transformation process. Okay, so when I say transform, it is practicing the habits the ways, the behaviors, and seeking a heart like Jesus. It is being willing to break away from the everybody crowd to take the path less traveled. It's recognizing when we have outgrown certain tables and experiences and then being courageous enough to get up and walk away. What we really have is the opportunity to be brave. We can honestly share our stories our feelings, our experiences. And when we do that, we're creating an opportunity to set someone else free. And part of my time of prayer and preparation for this topic, I reached out to a few of my most trusted tribe members, friends of all ages, all stages of life, and all backgrounds. And I asked them what they found to be the greatest challenge of making the choice to be an apprentice of Jesus. And here's what they said. Number one, taking the time to examine your heart and being honest with your sin. It's the raw process of self-reflection and coming face-to-face with your struggle so that you can properly heal and grow. Number two, Letting go and letting Jesus in. Letting go in every area, including our past and our shame and control. Letting go of what we think life should look like and being all in on the idea of letting Jesus in. Number three, 
seeing people in the path that I once walked and then seeing them feel like God doesn't love them. Seeing people creates, seeing people struggle creates a pain in me. And what I love about this friend in particular is that she added that when God chose to save her, even when she wasn't sure of where her relationship stood, her heart and her soul just followed. Y'all, it reminds me of when Jesus called people to follow him in scripture. They left everything, their family, their belongings for this apprenticeship. Number four, keeping the voice of God louder than any other voice and not allowing the enemy to whisper messages to discourage or derail us from telling others about Jesus. Number five, Shifting our desires to match that of Christ and recognizing that his way is the only way. Number six, judgment. Worrying about what others perceive of us and how we are portrayed to others. Y'all, I was blown away by these answers and the rawness and authenticity behind these friends and I asked probably 10 different friends and these were the top six answers. And I'm just going to tell you, these are women in ministry. They're disciples of Jesus. They are moms. They are wives. They're friends, sisters, daughters. They are some of the strongest, fiercest, most faith-filled women that I know, yet they see challenges in the midst of being an apprentice of Jesus. Let that be encouraging to you because we will all have obstacles that we face when we decide to start living in true and humble apprenticeship to Jesus. But we have been created to transform our thoughts and our hearts and our lives. Matthew 6, 33 through 34 says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I don't know who needs to hear this, but today is Monday. It is a new day. It is a new week. And it is the day that the Lord has made. Scripture is so clear, y'all. It tells us that God's mercies are new every day we can start doing the soul work of healing from our past. We can seek out a counselor and begin to take the steps that we need to live our lives for Jesus. We can find our tribe. We can run the race alongside them. Today is the day. Don't wait. Let's make heaven crowded. I'm praying for y'all and I'll see you next week.